2: Pete Holmes and Artie Lang are both respected and beloved stand up comedians who appear on the HBO show Crashing. Created by Holmes and co produced and often directed by Judd Apatow, Crashing is a semi autobiographical sitcom about an aspiring comedian named Pete, who is so obsessed with making it as a stand up he neglects his put upon wife, who cheats on him, leaving him homeless, pitiful, and at the mercy of more established comedians like T.J. Miller, Sarah Silverman, and Artie Lang. Here's what the trailer to the show sounds like.
1: My wife slept with somebody else today. I caught her today. Oh, my God. Peter. Sweetest. I thought you were going to be writing jokes at the library. What are you doing? What? Who is this? Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, oh, boy. Go write some jokes. (laughs) i've literally never done anything without it i have a plan i'll be a comedian
3: that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard take these
1: flyers and if you get five paying customers it'll put you on stage got a great live comedy show i've been working on this corner Walk away. God! somebody trying to shake me from my corner
0: why are you talking like you and the wire i
1: haven't seen the wire what there's no good way to tell people you haven't seen the wire I'm going through a divorce. I'm kind of floating
3: around. You can crash in my place. There's laundry downstairs. You're gonna to want to do that right away. Don't sleep on that pillow. Don't put your face in this pillow. Big stuff happens in this pillow. Hey! Good morning, little fella! Get on up here! Get over here, man! You want me to come on your
1: podcast? I did everything I was supposed to. I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't have sex. Oh my god, I missed Rye Humping. You
3: do, I missed the third grade.
1: You are blocked. I was trying to free you. you Let's do it! I'm doing okay, actually. <laughs> Look at us. Standing on the corner, eating street food. We're going to do a set tonight at a club in Manhattan. Following the dream. We're grinding it out. I- I'm happy to be
2: with you guys. What's wrong with you? The cast and crew are currently shooting the second season of Crashing, and the first season is now available on Blu-ray and DVD. For your home viewing pleasure. I recently had the chance to travel to Brooklyn, New York for an event to promote crashing while also benefiting Real Girl, a program that aims to, quote, help end gender inequality by fostering the ability of girls to discover their truest selves and develop the skills, knowledge, confidence, and courage they need to consistently make informed life choices from a place of self knowledge, self love, and strength. End quote. So, yeah, there was a night of stand-up at the Bell House in Brooklyn featuring amazing sets by Pete Holmes, Artie Lang, Dove Davidoff, and Beth Stelling. Earlier that day, I caught up with uh, Pete and Artie for a chat about crashing. They were on, like, a, a press junket, so I was told I'd only have, like, nine minutes with them. But, I think because, you know, I flew down from Canada and I looked pathetic... And also, because we had a nice rapport, Pete bought me a bit more time. It probably helped that Pete and Artie seemed to like my long salt-and-pepper hair. At least Artie liked it. Pete found it suspicious, I think. You'll see. I'm a big fan of Pete and Artie's work, both alone and together, so this was was actually just super fun. Sponsored by Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, Planet Bean Coffee, and Grandad's Donuts... This is Pete Holmes and Artie Lang on the 342nd episode of Creative Control with your host, me, Vish Mirrors in the
0: morning are becoming the beast Making those and keeps you moving at
1: least I hope you make it all right I hope you make it all right Make your mind up Get right up and march to the mouth Of the meaningless line-up I hope you make it all right
2: You done might. <laughs> literally nothing. With this hair. I just, it's just a funny thing you had to say. I haven't I've trimmed it. I, it's just doing its own thing, you know. It's fine.
1: It looks colored. I. It's. It's well, not. Colored. I don't think
2: that's the word you're supposed to use now. <laughs> it looks uh, yeah, it looks African American. No, it's just this is. I'm 40. I'm going to be 40 in December, and I have colored hair. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to do that (laughs) Uh, Pete, Pete, thank you so much for being on the show Congratulations on crashing
1: Thank you very kindly Look, I'm on a couch Uh,
2: Who is beside you? This is
1: Valerie, my fiance Say something (laughs)
2: Fiance. <laughs> that is not the pr- correct French pronunciation. I come from Canada. There's fiancé. Nice, yeah. Oh, nice to have you. And do you work on the show as well, Valerie? I don't. I'm just hanging out.
1: <laughs> Val works for Real Girl, the charity that we're uh, oh, right. doing this benefit for tonight. Right. So. Yep. Yep. Nice. Deal Great. with that. Female Great. empowerment for girls ages 9 to 18.
2: Yes, we'll get into Real Girl in a moment. Uh, that's all I, I want to like say we, about it. That's it. They've had enough. You don't they, have they, that they, much time. You've done you. your job. No, it's true. We don't. Yes.
1: <laughs> I like that you think you have enough time I to know. loop back I'm, to Real Girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You've gotten all you're going to get out of Artie. I mean, they're about to get you. <laughs> it's true. Artie? Artie, how are you?
3: This is the first time hearing of Real Girl. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great
2: nice to meet uh, all of you. Now, we don't have a lot of time. This is (laughs) the farthest I've traveled for the shortest amount of time to talk to anyone. That's incredible. I'm very excited. Uh, Crashing is done. It's, or I mean, season one is done. Yes,
1: season one is in the can, as they say. My
2: understanding is that this uh, is a personal story for you. It
1: is a personal story.
2: What did you learn about yourself? Although
1: Artie Lang, oh, good question. Artie Lang is the amalgamation Uh. of five people. I didn't know Artie in real life, but Artie plays... Uh, I'm a very naive character based on myself when I was, I would say when I was about 28. Uh, and then I meet Artie and, and I'm a guy who wants to get into comedy and, uh, and Artie's a guy who's obviously in comedy and he kind of
3: warns me like the ghost of Christmas future. Yeah. But then we kind of rub off on each other. It, uh, no, it's, I, I, I knew Pete for about four seconds when I knew I would, I would like him, <laughs> that I would like working with him because, uh. Uh, if I wasn't a comedian, I would probably be running some sort of con on him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He keeps calling me Mark. (laughs) The Mark. I don't uh, understand.
3: (laughs) It's great to see see somebody, first of all, having this kind of uh, break in show business who's not, and I always meant to tell Pete this, he's not squandering it. He's really like, like it's one thing for Judd Apatow to, to pick you to do something, but I know so many comics who would not do the work that you have to do and might not have the talent either to do it but i mean you know pete really uh is is not mailing this in it's great to see, it's it's great <laughs> for the so. comics to see too that he's not taking this for granted and he's granted and he's really kicking ass with it it's fun to be next to that so it's weird that i <laughs> i need more of that work ethic and hopefully that'll rub <laughs> off on me and uh so uh and 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 liking him personally helps in, in the um in the performing because for me comedy and uh stuff like this has to be done with. well that, that goes like, both yeah. ways yeah. whenever
1: Artie and i just did a scene for the second season where we were sitting across from each other again and i was like ah this is what i've been missing this because we shot Artie's stuff in a block you know multiple episodes over a couple weeks together and it was just so fun to be back yeah it was it really and you was. can't and you can't fake that like i really am uh reverend Artie, and very uh, i think he's hilarious and amazing and Artie, I'm, I'm yeah. likes, yeah. likes me as a person <laughs> Did you
2: first meet Artie as a result of this production? I met him at the audition yep.
1: Somehow I would hear tell of Artie Like the Tasmanian devil Like right. a tornado had gone through a Del Taco And I'd see rappers and chicken blood on the floor And I knew he had been there But I never met him
3: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I should clean up that blood.
2: Uh, but, you know, and a seance, what was going on? I don't know, I don't know. He blood. likes fresh chicken, the, the man likes fresh
3: backstage. At comedy shows, used to be a lot <laughs> different than they are now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's like an elliptical machine now. You open up for Wayne Brady, there's all exercise equipment. But, uh, the, but
1: the truth is, I would always be at a club. I would be on early, and Artie likes getting in the, around ten, which yeah, I consider late.
3: It's perfect.
1: And so we were always in the same circles, but we didn't meet. And then I, I love telling the story that he came into the audition. And you still do this. You'll take the staple out of your script. So he has a loose leaf. So he looks like a a frantic secretary in the 50s. I have
3: to disorganize something. If something's too organized. He looks like a
1: hysterical secretary. And he's shuffling and he's looking for the words and he wasn't even auditioning the audition was vague it wasn't like this is for the part you know this is the guest of the first episode it was just kind of like let's see how it feels <laughs> and already we were just like let's forget it just put it aside and let's play around and he had everyone dying <sighs> he, no one could no one could touch him and Judd and I just looked at each other and we were like well <laughs> I mean when it falls in your lap Get a lap dance. That's what we say here. It at actually, HBO ends up happening scratching. on the show. It really. does, you and he takes work? me to a legs and eggs.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I circle a lot better ones. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, I, you know, uh, like that pizzeria scene uh, is uh, is so amazing because it. Um, I really did feel like I was telling another comedian my, my life, and yeah, uh, the facial expressions I always say that Pete <laughs> makes in that are so fucking funny. Uh, there's a couple of times where he's literally like. Like, looking at me like, like, wow, this is a person like this exists <laughs> in the forest. And uh, uh, it uh, it just worked from there
1: on. It and that's kind of one of the themes of the show yeah, is, yeah. is a sheltered guy, a sweet guy that hopefully you're rooting for meeting all sorts of people that he never knew existed, you know, kind of like Star Wars or other things, Lord of the Rings, like it's like a wacky adventure. I know it's just comedy in New York, but it really is this guy going like, oh, wow. Yeah, And it's available now on uh, Blu-ray and digital
2: download with uh, special features. Back to my question, because I'm gonna circle back. Yes. What did you I remember to, your question. Do you remember the question? Yes. <laughs> you said it was a good question. You acknowledged it was a
1: fantastic question. But I, it's so good. Please say it again. Well,
2: I just, I'm curious because you go through this personal exploration. That sounded like I was being an asshole. I really meant No, to. <laughs> you, I think you were okay, sincere. I'm yeah. sincere. Did you learn stuff about yourself through the process of having this fake version of you out in yeah. the world? Great question. I think I Thank learned. Thank you very much. I
1: mean it. I think I learned more about my old self than I did necessarily who I am now is that like I look back at that kid who started comedy in real life when I was about 22 and we're kind of nudging him up in time but there was such a naivety and a fearlessness and just like a it's gonna work out and I had this I wouldn't quite call it grit but there was this sort of like I'll go to the clubs and I'll do badly and that's all part of it baby so I'm kind of like proud I know this is kind of I don't want it to sound arrogant but I'm proud of 22 year old Pete who went and I know how scared he was. And when Artie and I went up to Albany, which was actually in long Island, but like when we pretended to be on the road, I actually would feel it in my stomach, how scared I am still. It's if I know that might be hard to believe yeah. and how I was that times a thousand when I was there getting paid in some weird bare office with that same metal (laughs) desk and some sexually provocative framed photo from the from the fifties and like a guy paying me in filthy 20s, two of them and and driving home and feeling like I I had found a little carved a little home for myself in show business. And I I I like that guy. I'm proud of that part of myself and I hope I still have it. I think I think I do.
3: You should be proud of, you know, I think we all go through. You're proud of yourself for going back, you know, that you have the guts to keep going and, into this business and following, and having the balls to follow. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of
1: what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Oh, a dream. It's hard, you know, because a lot of people in your life don't think they're judging you for it, but they, they are even subconsciously, and you got to deal with that. Some people are blatant about it. Uh... And, you know, you should be proud of yourself just for keeping on... You know, I, I didn't have to do much. I, I I grew up eight miles from New York City, and I just, you know, uh, came in the, to the city in a car. He's the uh, M&M of comedy. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only my mother's hotter than Kim Kardashian.
2: <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow. Is your mother coming to the show tonight?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Uh, no, not anymore. But, uh, uh, you know, it's just... Even though I was that close to the city, I was... I, I, you know, the town I grew up in in North Jersey is eight miles from, the, like, this progressive, unbelievable New, uh, uh, New York City and the most closed-minded people on the planet. <laughs> you know, like, uh, about uh, gays, uh, racial stuff. And I'm proud that I became more enlightened than my friends uh, by going into in show business. Like, I, like, there's this great city right there. You can see it, you know. And, uh, can we give each, like, an extra couple minutes because he came from
1: Canada I know, he did. is that okay <laughs> <laughs> let's just give him an extra five Sound good. Okay. thank you good, don't say uh, I never did anything for you, <laughs> Pete. Thank you Pete.
3: no but that's so so you just proud of yourself for just trying this out and you do meet a lot of interesting people and that uh, are more enlightened than you in, in, in the world. But that's what's so
1: funny is when you yeah. see Pete and Artie, you think, well, Pete clearly is from some suburb and went to some cushy, right. comfortable college with a roommate roommate named Chuck. <laughs> and then you meet Artie and you're like, well, this guy might be helpful to change a fan build. And then you realize that he actually has all this wisdom. It's just hidden, right. not even hidden, hidden to schmucks like me in a jersey accent and a backwards right. Yankee cap.
3: Well, no, you learn it could come from anybody. Like, that's right, know, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I'm, I'm publicly, you know, I say this, so I, it's all right to, to break the anonymity, but I, I go to AA. And the great thing about AA, uh, you know, when I'm behaving myself, is you could, somebody like a janitor at a diner could say the most fascinating thing about life that that, that just changes you. you right. Know? Uh, so it's, uh, when you learn to accept that, that's when you're, it
2: Actually,
3: can be funnier too, you know. Yeah. That's
2: right. I want to, you've all touched upon faith in interesting ways there, because I think the show is about faith in a lot of interesting ways. There's spiritual, religious faith comes up. There's the faith in yourself. There's the faith in your abilities and vocational faith, but it's all kind of crumbling on your show. Yeah, sure. Like faith is there and they're all dovetailing, but I also feel like... Well, I I would
1: say that's that's what... uh this is going to sound cliche, but that's what faith is. I think the forgetting and the remembering is what gives something like faith energy. It's what gives it the back and forth. It's what gives it the electricity. I see. So somebody forget a lot. (laughs) So somebody falling apart is actually part of the whole of the thing being together. Like Pete, Pete has faith in himself and he has faith in his comedy career. He also has faith in marriage that like now I can even talk about my real self i got married and i went into comedy the same week basically (laughs) and i thought both were my lifelong partners and one ended up not working out but like that now the show is kind of trying to tell the story that the down times and the up times we need both we can't have winning without losing there's no uh polarity to that and there's no charge to that so i think pete losing little bits of his quote unquote faith meaning he gets a little less moral as we go on traditionally externally holy i think he's learning far more profound things that and, and this is going to sound cliche that it is about an inner transformation not about whether or not you say fuck or smoke a cigarette or get a lap dance
3: <laughs> no, definitely no, and that's what uh, that enlightened world did for me too because i grew up roman catholic and you know just forget it there's <laughs> that that is really blown up uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, you, you know you 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 go into the world thinking like what the hell you 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 answer those questions or try to whereas most people don't take a leap like this into a world like a creative creative world They never even try to answer those questions. They just let that all build up and they become, you know, my Uncle Tony. (laughs) And I'm trying
2: not to do that. I love them, but I don't know. There's a lot of faith that goes into the world of comedy. Yours is a show about... It's a comedy show about comedy. Mm -hmm. Why does that interest you, this notion? I mean, we've been going through this boom podcast, lots of different TV shows, talking about comedy and representing what it's like to be a comedian people who may not know this world, why did this occur to you? That why, why, why is that of interest? I think
1: it's partially interesting what comedians literally go through in order to become stand-up comedians or whatever it might be. But I also think it's just an easy profession for everybody to pour themselves into because everybody, whether you're an architect or a pastry chef or whatever it is, or just trying to be a good parent, you're trying to take what's inside of you and show it outside and have it be accepted and celebrated. I think that's one of the reasons why there's so many shows about creative pursuits is because we're all everybody's creative and everybody's trying to do that work of figuring out who they are and stuff comedians get to do it too while being funny so that's that's just kind of a gimmick not not even a gimmick it's like when i'm getting a divorce i can make jokes and that's why it's fun to have a show follow a comedian although you know you have a show like fargo that follows like a uh, insurance salesman and he can be funny in his own way. I like the way we're funny too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and is there an element of lonerism in comedy that you're trying to put forth? Because I'm
1: what... actually I'm trying to dispel that a little bit okay. is because it, not not really. Yes. What? <laughs> what I'm saying is yes there is yes. lonerism and yes. I like that word, but also people sometimes don't believe that there are artists out there But in my experience, there have been 15 arties, and an artie has You mean a guru? Gurus and people that help and people that offer. I've never seen a group of comedians light up more than if we're all sitting around and someone who's respectful and doesn't seem like a dick asks for a little bit of advice like with, with humility and a certain glint in their eye people love to go because we, we're a breed we're a species and we right. go look this guy thinks right. he's in our our bloodline let's <laughs> tell him what it is and either we'll scare them away or they'll
3: they'll have a beautiful bar mitzvah hey no you, you really want to know that you help somebody it's a good feeling to know oh you took that advice you know there's you should, nothing better right and bill
1: burr who's on the on the season uh is one of those people who in real life when I was starting out, I wrote him an email cold and he was just like, here's the advice. Right. And I followed the
3: advice and then the he more, got the to come on The more talented guys I think are willing to do that. You'll find that the, 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 they're, they're good people off stage too. That's right. I, that usually works. And loan is I thought I thought, I thought you meant loaning people money. Like, <laughs> loan shark. There's rhythm? a lot of that. Yeah, with a with a big thing.
2: <laughs> we uh, unfortunately have to wrap up. It's... But did you want to say anything about the cause tonight? You did loop it back I to did, Real uh, girl This is what that I do. Is so nice. This is what I do. Oh wow, what a pro. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the show tonight is benefiting uh, Real Girls Guatemala program. So we do Guatemala. <laughs> um, is that offensive? It yeah, seems inappropriate ideal. given the context. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm gonna go with yes. I I, I bet you did, Artie. Yeah. <laughs> If um, I went Paris, no one would have a problem. Yes, they would. Little Arnold, uh, never mind. Let's get to the thing. I just want to know what it is and how uh, people can help. Uh, yeah. So we do uh, we do empowerment <laughs> programs for girls between ages eight and sixteen, and this is specifically our program in Guatemala, which is one of the most dangerous places in the world for women. And uh, we we teach them everything they need to be self-sufficient and mm-hmm. we employ local women and it's a great program and you can look it up at realgirlempowerment.com. Amazing. Lovely. Thank <laughs> you. I can't believe you circled back. I circle. I am a circler. Is yes. V short for something? V It means, V-shall. well, my parents told me it meant great or big as I, when I was growing up, but I Googled it recently. Spacious. Spacious I am
1: spacious I would You are spacious I <laughs> feel you. that That's a fine compliment too I love it I thank, feel it thank, thank you for being spacious
2: with I, me. I I liked being spacious with you Thank you so much uh, Good luck with season two And, and best luck with everything Do Thank your you your hair
3: for the show <laughs> I'll go back to my hotel And fix it up for you Sorry Artie <laughs>
2: Do your hair For the show That was Pete Holmes Artie Lang And uh, Pete's uh, Fiance and I like saying that I have to admit Fiance Valerie Thank you to Pete Valerie And Artie For being on the show And also HBO Canada That was a, a real thrill For me to get to go down To Brooklyn For a short uh, time And uh, hang out With these people And experience the things That I experienced Really fun This uh, one, Oh and by the way Once again Crashing Season 1 Available on Blu-ray And DVD Courtesy of HBO And uh, as I say It's exciting They're making season 2 Right now So I don't know when that'll be out. They don't probably don't know when that'll be out. When it's done, I guess, when it's ready to go. So look out for Season 2 of Crashing, uh, coming relatively soon. This is the 342nd episode of Creative Control, uh, which is a podcast available on iTunes, Boom, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Overcast, and all all of the podcast platforms, really. And every single episode of this program is available on my website, uh, vishkana.com, and you can learn more about me on that site as well. Also, Creative Control of Vish Khanna is on uh, Facebook. Please like our page. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Vish Creative. Follow me on Twitter at Vishkana. Also, a version of the show airs every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Uh, around the world at CFRU.ca or if you're in the Kitchener Waterloo region, 93.3 FM and Guelph. CFRU 93.3 FM is a, a beautiful campus and community radio station it's fun to be a part of them so again cfru.ca for more information about them also visit patreon.com creative control to make a flexible monthly donation to the program and keep the podcast going uh, i've been saying this for a little while now i'm aiming to uh, purchase a new portable recording machine when i go out in the field here and uh, so we don't have to share as many mics everyone can have their own mic and I have my eye on one, and I could use your support. So please consider uh, making a, a pledge to patreon.com/slash creative control, and uh, you will make uh, uh, someone's dreams come true. I guess they're, I don't really dream about this. Am I underselling now? I probably am. It's. Man, please pledge. This episode would not be possible without our sponsors: Pizza Trocadero, whom you can call for pickup or delivery at 519-829-2444. Check them out at trocaderoguelph.ca. Amazing pizza. The Bookshelf, an independently owned bookstore, bar, music venue, and movie theater located at 41 Quebec Street in Guelph. Learn more about them at bookshelf.ca. And Planet Bean, freshly roasted fair trade certified organic coffee. For more information, visit planetbeancoffee.com. Actually, there's one more. I, I, I just uh, started working with Granddad's Donuts, located at 574 James Street North in Hamilton, Ontario. Can't forget. Granddads, Excellent, amazing, old-fashioned donuts. I love them. Visit granddads.ca for more info. All right, that's the show. Thank you, Pete, Hardy, Valerie, HBO, you for listening. Uh, Again, please support the show by listening to it and downloading it and telling your friends uh, all about it and and rate it and review it positively on all the podcast platforms. It all helps, apparently. Uh, That's what I'm told. So please do it. Thank you. Or don't, just listen. Whatever you got to do do with your life is fine by me for the most part for the most part thank you talk to you soon goodbye for now